Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are joined by myself, Drew, my good mates, Phil and Bianca. Unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He's ducked off to the 7-Eleven to get the Snickers Krispy Kremes. Anyway, on with the show. How are we, team? We are well. Ah, uh, yeah, kicking on. Doing well. Yeah. <laughs> keeping on, keeping on. Yeah. Yep, we, we are a grossly immature bunch. We really are. Yeah. I just realised... How did we get to past midnight again? We, we started this conversation at 10.30. Well, guys, yeah, no, no, I'm wait, hold on. Hold on, you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're giving us not enough credit. It is well before midnight, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you are. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm, I'm realising that I won't be running out the door to get my burger until about 1.30 in the morning. Well, why? You, uh, we told you yeah, we to go say, get your burger. You to it before. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you told me to get it, and I'm now thinking back of it. <laughs> you know you know that when you were in the car on your way you were yeah. like oh i'm gonna get a burger after we record you were still in the car and i said that's not gonna happen and you're like no no it'll be fine it'll be fine we'll no, be done as soon as i get home yeah of course no <laughs> we, instead we talk we um, never record no. before midnight no, it's just a habit that we have but but no but having said that though drew there is yeah. something extra special about going out to get food in the middle of the night and then you know, there's something unusual about it. I remember when I was really sick one year, one year over Easter. I think we'd been at the Easter show earlier in that night, or that, that, that weekend, Drew. And I slept for about 16 hours. Yes. And then I ended up ordering McDonald's um, breakfast at about 2 a.m., 1.30 in the morning or so, something like that. And then it arrived at about 2. And that was, I was like, yeah, it was great fun. It's Let's be fair, we've, we've that done that at your place a I lot, did. We have. I also did that last night. I, I realized yesterday I had like a massively hectic day because my grandfather needed to get out of cheery duty. <laughs> but, Amazing. but I realized at like 11 o'clock at night, I hadn't eaten all day. And then it oh, took no. me another like hour to decide if I wanted to eat anything at all or just make something. Cause I have, I was like, do I want two minute noodles? Do I not? And then by the time I decided, I was like, no, I actually want a Porto's. So the only Porto's that was open, I had to go out drive to because they didn't deliver to me. I went no. and got a Porto's at but it, 12.30. But there's something... And it just... There's something massively adult about having food in the middle of the night or going to get food in the middle of the night. It's kind of... It's not adult, sorry. It's empowering over children to be like, suck on that, <laughs> I can go and get this, and you can't. <laughs> It's true. Though. Yeah, it is true. It's also the thing of that, like, when you were, like, you guys used to stay up late without your parents knowing, didn't you? Because mm-hmm. I did all oh, the time. Oh, always. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you ever, like, get hungry at around two in the morning, like, whenever you did? Frequently. Yep. Yes, the, but I never the... ate. I was afraid of getting <laughs> so, up to get food. <laughs> well, I used to not be able to go get food because we had an alarm system wow. <laughs> in our house. And it blocked off the incomplete downstairs. And if you, the, the <laughs> stupid thing was we only had like two keys for it, but we'd all lost the keys for the alarm system. So the only way to deactivate the alarm was actually by going downstairs. And for the first five seconds, you'd actually set it off. You just have to, you'd have to hit in the alarm before it turned off. So 
it, it was okay if I got up like after six or seven, but no one would say anything. But no, if I woke up everyone at two o'clock in the morning just because I wanted to go downstairs and make myself a sandwich, I would look just ridiculous. Sneak. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. My parents would get to the kitchen in the morning and they go, where'd all the bread go? Because I would have walked <laughs> off to the kitchen at two o'clock in the morning and just stacked my plate with three slices of bread and just roll it up into a big bowl of bread and eat it. Well, see, I don't do that. Yeah. Nowadays, Abs- I don't absolute do that. grub mode. <laughs> have I mentioned that I, I've got an obsession with mackerel? No. Well, I have yes. Ob- I have an obsession with mackerel. I love having mackerel now. I'm, I'm One time I was now. on the phone with you, you were eating it on the phone with me. Good stuff, mackerel. <laughs> um, ladies and gents, audience, friends, everyone, everyone in between, we have an episode and a half for you. No, we don't. We more have half an episode and we're going to spread it out over the entire hour of an episode. Um, in that, we have for you the answer to last week's What the Quote, um, as well as a new What the Quote uh, for this week, as well as giving you a little bit more information about PlayStation 5. Um, not a whole lot of detail, but nonetheless, some information on it as well. Also, a the fact more. that The Last of Us Part 2 is now out in Australia today, because it is now after Woo! midnight. However, and that's the time of recording Woo! this. Obviously, this episode is going to be going out Friday afternoon, Sydney time, roughly. Um, or even Saturday morning. By which time you'll all be too busy playing it to actually listen to this. Well, well, well that's totally understandable. I mean, it'd go with our terrible numbers for, the, <laughs> for the, this month in terms of well, listening. Well, actually, to be honest, if this, if you don't end up editing this today mm-hmm. and you forget about oh, it, no, no. this episode may never come out. No, but, no, but see, Bianca, that's the thing. Busy. I'm well aware of this and I've got my schedule down pat to the point where I'm going to be editing this this evening, normally, which is... Thursday evening UK time, when I normally edit it about Friday afternoon Australian time or even into Friday night to try and have it up technically before midnight into Saturday morning, basically, um, UK time. But no, I, I will get this one up today, meaning it is out today when the, the, the Last of Us Part 2 is out in Australia today. Obviously, all the stores are closed. You will have access to it 9am, unless you have the digital version online, in which case you will have access to it right now. Um, I would assume I have no idea. Uh, also, Drew has made some purchases, and we'll go through what they are, as well as having a new sick Kent of the week. Where should we start? Should we start off with some PlayStation Five information, guys? Yes, because that's where I fell asleep yeah. last week. Yeah, kick it off. Sure. <laughs> sure. Well, I'm eating a cookie, by the way. That's going to be crunchy. Um, now. Last week, we gave some information about the PlayStation 5. Obviously, it put Bianca to sleep. But I think one point that really got Bianca's kind of attention and kept her awake was the awesome news of the, the Spider-Man edition of the PlayStation 5. Yes. Yes. Well, get ready to go back to sleep, Bianca, because it is actually a fan-made creation and not a real edition. No. Oh, no. Same with the black version of the console. Fan made. There is. See, just... no, I actually, I actually, I know that that is fan made. I, I knew that it was fan, the the black version was fan made, but I actually do think PlayStation are going to come out with a black console. Oh, of course they will. So, so do I, but I don't think it'll be at launch. No, no, not at launch. It's going to be like six months into it, yeah. which is why I'm, I'm hesitant to buy a playstation straight away well 
it's almost like I'm doing this with alternate PlayStations. So, um, PlayStation 3, I waited about a year to get. PlayStation 4, I got on the night of. And as I said last week, um, it wasn't really worth my while because I ended up with a console with zero games to play. And that was a bit disappointing for a couple weeks. Um, but with the PlayStation 5, I will probably... I think I hope I said four last time. And with the five, then I will get it around my birthday, which is in yeah. February. Yeah, that's my plan. Yeah, so there's, I'm not going to get it straight away at launch. Not not down to nothing other than I just want to wait till there's a fairly good catalog of games to play. Basically, um, yes, no, but I... the the consoles were fan made. They were not legitimate editions. Um, a lot of people who um, are fans of both consoles, the Xbox and the PlayStation. Um, I think it, the, 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 the views have been pretty mixed in terms of the opinion on what it looks like. I'm, I'm, I've grown on the PlayStation 5 a little bit in the week. I still think it's a little bit funky in terms of design. Um, but I appreciate the fact that it almost looks like a 5. And, you know, If you look at it, it looks like a, a V. Um, if you look at it front on, and that's cool because it's PlayStation mm. 5. That's interesting. Um, we now know that it can be sat horizontally, not just stand up vertically. It still doesn't fit inside of a Kallax unit from Ikea. Um, often a very popular console stand is a Kallax. Um, lots of people use it for, for their different consoles. They can't use it for the 5 because the 5 will not fit either direction. Lying down, I mean, you lean on it on an angle, I guess, to have it diagonal, but even still, I don't think it'll fit. Um... Yeah. yeah, the Xbox still we, looks a bit interesting. Looks like a dev kit rather than a, uh, an official console, but it looks yep. like a box. <laughs> yeah, I will have to. I do have to say, I, if I find it, I will retweet it. Um, and if you're anyone's listening, I'll put it under hashtag. What is it? Hashtag Cat K A T S T. K S T. Yeah, that one. Um, there is a really cool. Um, artwork that someone did where they drew the ps5 as like an anime character and the drawing of it like i, I know it sounds lame the way i'm saying it but I can it see was it though. so it mm. is so sick and i absolutely loved it i'll go find it again but that was probably Ooh. the only thing that i was like i don't i wouldn't mind the ps5 now because it looks so cool oh, oh i Yes, and true. kudos to whoever that artist is. I'll retweet it. We we also have a bit of um, a little bit of further news on the Spider-Man game front. Mm-hmm. Sony have actually come out and clarified that it is not a remaster. It is a separate sequel game. Yes, I so so, so Drew. I read that too, and I read that it was very much likened to. Um, for me, big fan of Uncharted. There was Uncharted one, two, three, and four as full complete games. And then yep. after Uncharted 4 came out, they did a kind of... In some ways it was like DLC, but it was still bigger than what DLC is. So uh, if you're not aware, um, DLC, downloadable content. So as opposed to just being kind of like an extra like little bit of story, this is... Yeah. Which is what normal DLC is. This is enough of a leap that it kind of deserves its own re-release or a separate version entirely. Um, so with Uncharted, they did the Lost Legacy, which was two characters from the universe of the Last of uh, sorry, of Uncharted. I said the Last of, of Uncharted suddenly got their own kind of standalone game. It was probably about half the length of the the, the full Uncharted Four, 
but nonetheless, it was a decent sized game, and I, I reckon this will be something similar and along those lines. So we'll get a lot of extra side missions, we'll get a lot of um, additional content, but we'll also get a new character and a new new um, main story to play. Um, just obviously mm. not going to be as long as the original Spider-Man game, which is perfectly fine, and I'm more than happy for that to be the case. I think that's an excellent idea, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that nonetheless. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll I look think, awesome. Um... Yep. I, I really think, and I, I can't stress it enough, I know I've talked about it before, but the map in Spider-Man 4 just blew my mind to this extreme length. Mm. I think because they, and the amount of detail they've gone into it, just like with the basic buildings and all that, I think that they've created a perfect sandlot for the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. And they have, Sony still have a lot of rights to... Games, a lot of right. Marvel characters that they can throw into it. Well, and and well, yeah, and and Ma- New York City is where most of the Marvel universe takes place. Like a lot of the characters are from New York City, mm. so I think that from a developmental point of view, it would be very easy for them to just throw in any character into this world and create a lot of smaller games from it. Not as big as the original Spider-Man one. But they already have the basis for everything that they need. Well, I'll be really interested because the next Marvel game that we're getting is actually the Square Enix Avengers game. And yes. I'm really curious as to whether or not the the attention to detail will be in that game as well. Because it, it's a different studio making it. Well, a lot of it's set in San so, Francisco by the looks of it too. Well, it is. Yeah. It's set on the West Coast. Hmm. Um, but the thing with that, that I found really interesting, the week that I finished, I think Spider-Man is the week the first trailer came out for that. Mm, Yeah. I think it was about that time. And I, the, the quality of it just did not look. It didn't stand up. Anything. No. And it was very, um, dull. I, the colors were dull. I felt. Well, I just found it. I just it, thought that it, it didn't it 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 didn't feel as fast paced either, and it felt more um, not scripted because it's a video game. It doesn't work that way, but it just felt more less kind of fluid. You know, things didn't flow into each other as 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 well as what Spider Man does or did, um, even including the, the trailers. So, but look, we'll see. We I have no idea. I think I think there's. They have a lot more to show us in terms of the the um the the Avengers. So so we'll we'll see. When does sure. that game come out again? I'm not sure. September fourth. Okay. We'll ah, because it was supposed to come out the same time as Uncharted, wasn't it originally? Yeah. Not yeah. Uncharted, sorry. Um. Last of Us. Last of Us. Yeah, but it's been pushed yeah. back again. Oh gee, there you go. Love the games company pushing things back. Um. Oh, Square Enix <laughs> is a pro at it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, they are. See uh, every Final Fantasy game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but but nonetheless, coming back to the PlayStation Five, um, I've grown in terms of gr- my opinions. Grown in terms of its looks. I think it looks better than I did at first. I still don't think. I still think it's a mistake having the the disc slot on the white part of the 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 body and not on the black part where it could have been invisible. It's a little bit dorky in that sense. I appreciate that it can be put on its side. 
I also completely yeah. respect and understand the fact that they did a lot of the looks for um, ventilation. I get it. I totally get it. Um, Bianca, you put up an interesting photo on your Facebook, and it looked like it came from your Twitter, which yeah. was of the PlayStation Five alongside a um, Xbox One and a um, Nintendo Switch, sitting on a uh, Linmon tabletop. Yes, it was. Yes, from IKEA yeah. as well. Um, but what I find about in, that it, uh, that to be interesting is the size of it, just the absolute the, monstrosity that is the PlayStation it 5. Is, I am looking at my PlayStation 4 right now, and it's so much bigger. Like, Yeah, the PlayStation it's, 5 it's, is huge. Can, the, the thing that consoles have to be aware of is that we are actually living in an age where we don't need our set-top boxes anymore. Mm. It like the the consoles are the one thing that we may have next to our TV. So yeah. especially I actually don't think it's going to fit under my TV anymore. Well, that's the issue. It is it is I don't know how it's going to fit into a lot of people's kind of um, display cabinets and, and stuff. Um, well, especially I mean, if- as more and more people are turning away from you know, using the cabinet to store anything. Yeah, exactly. The TV just sits on the wall and that's it. Yeah, and that's, and that's no it. storage or anything else. I mean, if you think about... Uh, we discussed it at length last week, but, you know, the PlayStation 3, the, the, the fat PlayStation 3, the first edition of the PlayStation 3, yeah. was giant. People referred to it as a George Foreman grill because it does look like a George Foreman grill. And it was a huge, heavy <laughs> console, especially coming off the back of the PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation 2 Slim. Those two consoles were tiny compared to the PlayStation 3. The PlayStation 3 Slim then came out, and it was like, oh, perfect, that's good. So there's a a redesign of the logo, there's a redesign of the console, and cool, this is the PlayStation 3 then. Very nice, happy with that. Um, And then the PlayStation 4 came out, and it was very similar in size to the PlayStation 3 Slim, and everyone went, awesome. So the console hasn't gone bigger, it's probably about the same size, and it's got a lot more hardware, and it's got a lot more quality to it. Excellent perfect and then the playstation 4 pro and the the new playstation 4 i guess the playstation 4 slim then came out and it was suddenly that's the 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 size of them and everyone was like awesome they still haven't gotten bigger for a bigger beefed up console same size or the regular edition has gotten smaller and now we go to the playstation 5 and it is seriously bigger like it is a big it really does like i think i posted it in that facebook picture Mm. it really does look like those old school computer hard drives. Yeah, it does. It it, it also looks I, like I, I saw someone, and I thought of it almost straight away, but I thought it was maybe a little bit too wide of the mark. But then I've seen someone Photoshop it on. Basically, the eye of Sauron in Lord of the Rings, that tower with the two kind of like V, <laughs> the little little arms either side of the, the eye in the middle. It looks like yes. that. Like, and I totally get that. I mean, I, I thought of that straight away, and I just I wasn't sure mm. how it would actually look. I'm glad someone went and Photoshopped it. Because it genuinely does look like that. Like, it looks like a big thing. It's huge. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, I, I... Again, I'm not fussed with being one of the first people to get the PS5. I think my brother's getting it because my brother will die if he's not on mm-hmm. FIFA. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of those guys. Um, yep. But he will probably go straight out and get it. Um, so I might just go hang out at his house and check it out for yeah, a bit. Yeah, see what it looks like. See what it looks like and see what but it can do. I'd be more than happy to wait 
Yeah. And see, because usually, usually about six months after the original launch of the PlayStation, they launch something else. Well, well, not just that, but they, they it's the second batch. It's not day one edition. So therefore, if there's any faults in it, they're ironed out. I mean, touch wood, I haven't had any issues with my PlayStation 4, which is a day one edition. But nonetheless, you know, we know that it's more prone to problems from the day one batch than the, you know, six months down the line. I may yeah. or may not get it as a Christmas thing. So You'll take it or leave it, basically. So when I, does it come out again? Holiday 2020. Yeah, That's, so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be October, November. Yeah, I, I would argue maybe mid-November. Hmm. Well, I'd argue for um, American Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Black they, Friday kind of thing. Yeah. 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 PlayStation 4 came out, I think, around a similar time. I feel like it was maybe... Yes, it did. It yeah. came yeah, it out for Black Friday because they did a South Park episode about it. It came out at the same time as the Xbox. Well, there you go. Yeah, fair. So that was that. Um, and and Drew, look, I look. Your birthday's a month after Christmas anyway. So if you get it for your birthday instead, that's fine. Yeah. Well, it gives a little bit. Like, I mean, I, you know, I have a six-year-old that would very much like to see a big game console under mm. the Christmas tree. But yeah. I'm like you. I'm I'm a little cautious about a day one edition console. Mm. Don't sure. don't blame your child because you want to see one under the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, your yeah. child oh, has. Oh, he wants a switch under the Christmas tree. That that's not oh, happening. Wow. Um, and there's a PS5 as an option. It's gonna win. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sarah's oh. Sarah's keen for for a um a switch. So. No. <laughs> oh. Wait. No. Are you are you serious? Yeah, she really wants a switch because she really wants to play Animal Crossing. She is like. She oh, screams there... every single time we go past a game store, like some sort of store that sells consoles and stuff, and just goes, "Where's my Switch?" Like she just wants a Switch so like bad. Possessed demon thing. Are yes. there any Switches left in the UK? No. Oh, there's none we left in Australia either. Yeah. So she Do wants. We? So she wants yeah, a Switch I right we had now. Back. Well, whatever the case I know, is, I know she wants a I know Switch. We've, we've definitely got Switch lights. Like we've got heaps of them. Yeah, no but no one the wants lights. the Switch lights. Yeah, but I was sure that they were taking the orders again, that there were shipments coming back. No, no, no. They've been taking orders the entire time, but they they haven't... I don't Are they think not back on stock shelves yet? No, because I was in EB the other day and I was asking them about them. But it's really funny how quickly, because of Animal Crossing and COVID, that Switch has, like taken oh. over everything uh, it, well it's, it's become the thing that people want but they can't have and that just makes them want it even more you know Nintendo it's Nintendo Switch Sarah Sarah really wants it and she's so disappointed because you know lockdown would have been the perfect time to be playing that game and she hasn't been able okay. to so okay so they've taken apparently yeah Bankstown have stock at JB Hi-Fi of the neon Again, one? Again, this is back to our original conversation before the podcast started. You don't venture would, out of the inner ra- west. I, I don't go over there. Okay, I will uh, go to Wollongong for pies, but I won't go to Bankstown for uh, anything. Top Ride, again, has <laughs> stock. Drew. Westfield, no. Parramatta, Marylands. Drew, no. Yes, I, I'm aware. I'm a, I am Drew, aware. Drew, this isn't, Drew, this is nothing. This isn't uh, the what the quote, but guess what this is from. Available now at Maryland's Penrith and Tigra. <laughs> John Coots Furniture. <laughs> 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 
Thank you, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Dud Coots Furniture, Maryland, Maryland Penrith and Tugra. Yeah, I know the All Penrith one. It's on the I northern road. Don't go. What, Bianca? All places I don't and will never go. Oh my god, um, it's only one per customer though. Yeah, of yeah. course it is. The limit. Yeah, but but it's like toilet paper. They've yeah, JB have moved it to um, in store only. So there's no online purchasing for Switch. But stores have stock. Slowly. Um, Switches on EB Games, so they do have stock at EB Games. You can one buy with Afterpay, which is amazing. Um, Yes. And two. Switch soon. (laughs) It's one per customer. Of course it is. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Let me get to the EB website now. Moving (laughs) slightly along then from. That I guess we'll round up yeah. here with some Last of Us information. Oh, not information, but hypings, I guess. Drew has made some purchases. Yes. That's what the topic says on my computer screen. It says Drew has made some purchases. <laughs> Drew, Drew has made some purchases. Drew has made some purchases. Do tell me about what Drew has made purchases on. Drew made a purchase today. Uh, Drew went to the Salvos store today, as I do. I love going to the Salvo stores, always have. Salvation Army! And even tying it back to games, I actually got an original um, copy of Final Fantasy... Either 6 or 8 or something, for the princely sum of $9 a few years back. Couldn't believe it. Perfect perfect condition, no issues with it. Well, Drew, Drew, if if you ever go to the Salvos again and you see a Yoshi's story or is it yoshi's world i'm trying to think of the one that was on nintendo 64 nintendo 64 if you ever see a yoshi story or a yoshi's world i can't remember which one was on nintendo i'll grab it i think it was yoshi's story get it for me if it's at a reasonable price because i've tried Um, so hard to get it and i'm not paying ebay prices because it's ridiculous Um, Um, if you ever see if you also ever see a nintendo switch just If you also have a C in Nintendo Switch, oh, you get yeah, one from there. Salvo, yeah. Well, all I need... Basically, what I'm hoping for is a situation similar to what Drew has with his amazing purchases, which we will hear about in a moment. Um, basically, the idea that someone throwing stuff out has absolutely no idea about its worth, so it's normally probably like a mother going through that. their their son's like old games and stuff like that. It's like, oh, I'll just throw this out. It's all just pieces of crap. Throw it out. Turns out it's worth about $70 to $80, like Yoshi's World, um, I think it was. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's Yoshi's World. Yoshi's World. And, uh, yep. Then it's at Salvo's for 9 bucks because Beryl doesn't understand that it's got actual higher value and just whacks a $9 sticker on it. Well, it's only a Beryl that works at Salvo's. Isn't it just... Now, Drew, what are you holding for a, up there? For a Lorraine. Lorraine, Beryl, um, a... Cheryl, even a uh, something Shazza, Gladys, or something like that. Gladys. Karen, Aaron, Marge, Mary. I said Karen. He said she oh, said, said Karen. He said Aaron. He said, she said, oh my god. Um, yes. Okay. I went to Salvos. I did my usual. I went straight to the vinyl section and yes. the movies, of course. Wait for this this guy oh my god he just he was standing over the movies and he just took forever and he, and he was he was must have been in 70 something not out and just 
taken a month of bloody Sundays. Don't you hate that? It's because it's like you want to be the one to, to linger and take forever, but someone else is doing the exact same thing that you want to do. Oh, but I, I but I was bloody quick. So so they held four DVDs to a rack. I would just grab the four, look at the spines, pop them back down, yeah, and go. Like like I moved very quickly through the movies because yeah. I, why would I dawdle? I don't want anyone else to grab something that I want. So that's true. And, that's a good and, point. And, Anyway, I, I do the movies first, and then I made my way to the vinyls, and I found what I thought was a record, and then I'm looking at it, I'm like, why do you say widescreen? You're not a vinyl. Sure enough- It's a vinyl I've, with pictures. I have stumbled upon Titanic on Laserdisc. Now- Now, now just quickly, <laughs> Drew's very lucky that he was able to find it on Laserdisc, because he can go out and watch it on his Laserdisc uh, player that he doesn't have. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guess what I've been looking for on eBay tonight. <laughs> Actually, I found a fair few on eBay and on Facebook Marketplace, so I will absolutely be getting a laser disc. Are you are you ever afraid at some um point. are you ever afraid from things from Marketplace that maybe someone's like pissed in it or something like that or just like I don't frequently know, like or something? Frequently, but I've I've scored some really cool stuff on Marketplace. Yeah, I've enough. got a I got a vinyl of the soundtrack to the Muppet movie once, which was just awesome. I couldn't Bargain. believe I found it somewhere in Dowich Hill. Anyway, um, yeah, Titanic on Laserdisc. Now, for those of you unfamiliar with Laserdisc, imagine a DVD the size of a vinyl record. Yeah, it's pretty it- funny looking. It looks like basically someone's put... You know how you put things in a washing machine and it shrinks? It looks like something's got... Or vinyls... Sorry, it looks like a DVD's gone in a washing machine and come out giant. Yeah. It's funny pretty, you pretty. say that because to me it looks like... You know when you watch movies where like the normal size characters all of a sudden end up up the beanstalk and in the giant's world? Yeah. 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 yeah everything's different. Yeah. It looks like the giant's CD. Or it looks like I'm in Hagrid's hut. It yeah. also... It also potentially looks like... Um, uh, you know, you know, if you remember, like the future, like in Back to the Future, when they're referring to things as the future, they they go out to the shops and get Pizza Hut, and it was one of those like little UP. It's funny you gummy... mentioned Back to the Future, as I am literally googling a picture from Back to the Future Part Two for you. <laughs> well, there you go. See, it looked like it looked like when they went to Pizza Hut and they had the gummy UP gummy pizza, and then they put it in the, the oven, and suddenly that came was, out. That was a size. Pizza Hut. The Pizza Hut. Um, yeah, the mini pizza uh, in the in the in the plastic. Yeah, the little mini Hydrate pizza. level four, please. And then suddenly it came out at full size. I'm looking there. Well, the reason I mentioned, like, the reason I'm looking for Back to the Future Two is because I'm sending you this picture. But they, you know, when they get to the future at the beginning and they're in the alleyway. Yes. When they're in the alleyway, you can see all these laser discs just sitting there. I've just sent you the picture when it sends. Yeah, you can see all these laser discs just sealed up. <laughs> oh yeah, you certainly can. Yeah. When did when did laser disc te- technology come out in regards to DVDs, VCR? So laser disc I god I have to look it up now. Um Laserdisc was uh here we go, released December 11, 1978. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, it, it but the thing was it was never a huge format in Australia. It it was it was here for a very short time because by the time it got here and became popularized here, it had already moved on to DVD. 
Now, you, you, really? you, you, you've told us that um, quality-wise, Laserdisc sits above DVD in terms of quality, but not, not above Blu-ray. It's above DVD, though. Why do you think that DVD only took off based on the size of the disc and the com- comparable size to um, CD? I think with Laserdisc, it, yeah, I, I think... Every, I of... actually have some answers for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one of the reasons why DVD took off so hard the way that it did was because it was getting sold as you can have one CD player and it will read both your music and yeah. your uh, DVD. So this was the time when people were like really getting into um, having like the TV unit. Mm-hmm. You got to remember. Do you do you guys remember? I don't know if you would have had one, but we did when we were kids. Um, the old TVs that had the VCR built in. Yep. Yeah. So yes. that was that was considered like a luxury because you didn't have to have two set tops. Yeah, that was crazy but, though having the two built-in one. Yeah, the built-in one was like a big thing, and then they pulled out DVDs and people were like, well, you know, my VCR is built in or whatever, whatever. Um, but they were, that the whole advertisement was, yeah, but you can now set up this surround sound system and um, have your music player and your DVDs. And that's when like Panasonic had that like CD player that I'm pretty sure like every family I knew had mm. where it had, you had the five disc option and you could put like your DVD. No one ever had five discs in there. You had the one disc in there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you you could hook it up to your TV, and you'd have the DVDs or the CDs and the surround sound system and everything. And it was just such a big deal. That's why DVD took off the way it did. But like, it wasn't just DVD. I, I'm I'm just reading about another classic format. Do you remember video CDs? No. Vaguely, VCD. I think we had a second hat. We had a second-hand shop and we had, like, a box of them and we ended up just giving them all to reverse garbage. Yeah. So so VCD was, was basically movies being put onto CD instead of DVD. Video CD was... It was just an alternate format. Back before... Back before I had a disk drive that in my computer that could read DVDs, mm. I used to download films. Whoops. <laughs> you know... <laughs> because that was a thing. Um, I, I would burn them onto... Yeah, I, I would burn them onto video CDs and yeah. I would have to put it onto two... I would have to split the file or split the movie onto two CDs and it would be video CDs that I could watch on the TV. Ah, oh, DVD. Through the, through the DVD and, player. And and then yet there's Laserdisc, which is just a ginormous, yeah, giant this, this DVD. Yeah, and it, and it's you know you'd get two discs and they're both double sided so you would flip it to keep going it, it really is just like vinyl in in terms of its functionality but I've always been curious about it I've I've I have a very direct purpose for wanting laser disc and that is that one of my all time favorite movies from childhood Muppet Christmas Carol 
the Laserdisc version of it is the full uncut version of the film, which includes a song that got, or a whole song sequence that got removed from the film. Hmm. And the original releases of the film have the song in it, and the Laserdisc would be the best quality that I would be able to get it on. So I, I actually have the original VHS from 1993 or whenever it came out. Mum and Dad bought it for me and I've still got it. It still works, but it's in full screen. The only way you can get it in widescreen is to get the Laserdisc. And you're going to go look for it in Laserdisc? I've found it online. I've found quite a few copies get of it, it Drew, floating get around. It. Do it. Get I, it now. I, I will. But first I need to get a player. But... Today's opportunity was just too good to pass up because Titanic being one of one of mine, I know one of your favorite movies yep. of all time, couldn't help myself. It also means that I now own Titanic on four different formats. I have it on VHS, the original VHS that it came out as, Laserdisc, 10 year aniv- 10 or 15 year anniversary edition DVD. And the, I think, 20th anniversary Blu-ray with 3D Blu-ray in it. Boom, shakalaka. Four versions of it. I also... You know what I do find fascinating about that? Tell me. If you set up all four of them on their own personal players, they would all finish it. They would all be at different speeds and finish at different times. Yes, they would. (laughs) Can we do this? We have to do a test. We could do a test of this. I, I need to get a player, but yes, we could do a test of this. <laughs> I think we um, do a test. I did pick up one other one other Laserdisc film because yes. clearly someone donated their whole collection. Uh, I also picked up The Lost World Jurassic Park. Yeah, the my favourite in the series. Yes, I know everyone else loved the first one, but the second one just does it for me. And boom, wonderful. It's all right. It's my, it's my favourite too. I, I wonderful. love it absolutely love it so i got a james cameron film a spielberg film and hopefully if i go back in the next few days they'll still have a copy of pulp fiction there as well have a tarantino film one of the one from each of the three best directors of our time they also had robocop (laughs) so you have robocop the criterion collection (laughs) copy of robocop so you can have Three films from three of the best directors of our time and Robocop. By... Who did, who did Robocop? I, I can't even remember. Someone whose career but, will be ended. Uh, no, no, Robocop we had a well. Robo. We had a Robocop toy when we were kids, like one of those action figures. I had a Game and Boy game of I Robocop. Just, <laughs> oh, I had one. Yeah, I had the Game Boy game. But like, I, I just remember thinking when I was a kid because I hadn't actually seen Robocop but I did watch X-Men. I was just like, why does Cyclops look so fucking weird? Going on a... Going on... Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I get that. I get. I can see that that mistake that was made, Bianca. But going on a weird tangent then at this point, because obviously we, we're Kent and the Searing Team when we have to, do, yep. you, do you guys ever remember this McDonald's toy of when, on, when, when 101 Dalmatians became a live-action film, I think? Or it was something to do with the cartoon version of um, 101 Dalmatians. But basically, there was a, a a white Cruella de Vil plastic rubbery kind of toy that was meant to... It was, it was, I think it could go in the pool or something like that. I don't know what its purpose was. But it's basically like a very hard sort of rubber 
Cruella Deville in her car with her arms like up and she had like a madman sort of face on. And yes. uh, yeah, that's all I remember. It was a McDonald's toy. And I just, for some reason we had three of them in the house. One of them we threw out, one of them we kept, and one of them got destroyed by our dog at the time. And uh, I think she was missing half her head and half of the car. I weirdly remember exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and but I don't. Just, I I didn't I, have one. I had the Dalmatian. Yeah, toy. so we didn't have that. We just had three of the same toy, which is the car. I just looked up the picture. I remember this. <laughs> yeah, but so it's funny that you said you had three of the same toy because when we were kids, we used to hate going to Mac when my grandmother ordered the Macas in one hit because you end up with the like, same. <laughs> they would always give you the same toy. Yep. You'd have to order separately in order to get different toys. And our grandmother refused to let do this for us. Because like, there, there was four of us. There was my brother, me, and my two cousins. Yep. And she'd take us all to Macca's, but we all wanted the diverse range of toys. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we, we, we kept trying to insist to her, like, order separately, order separately. But even one time when we did order separately and she finally did it, they still gave us all the same toys, and it was so annoying. Why it's did they do that? Evilness. I'm trying to look up the. Trying to look it up. Um, uh, I'm trying to look up a picture of it and send it to you guys. Car. I do have to say the the quality of McDonald's toys. Oh my goodness! Has yeah. vastly deteriorated since our childhood. Yes, oh, yeah. it it's certainly nowhere near has. as good as it was. I it, have seen. Like the new McDonald's, I don't even think McDonald's advertises their toys anymore because they're not allowed to. They're but like now they've got like. Well, there's Ninja Turtles at the moment. I say as a parent that's bought a Happy Meal in the last few weeks. Really? Is there Ninja Turtles? Are they any good? Because I love Ninja Turtles. Uh, it, it, do you know what it reminded me of? Um, I, I don't know if you remember them when they did the toys for. The Winnie the Pooh, Pooh's Grand Adventure, The Search for Christopher Robin. Yes, or, or I the still Tigger have movie, the Winnie the Pooh. Or the, the, the Tigger movie, basically where the, where you built the tree and it had each of them fitting inside the piece and it would open up and, and the Pooh figure would be inside it. It is hilarious you mentioned that because I cleaned out my garage and I found my Winnie the Pooh the other day. That's really cool. I've still got that, yeah. You know what? Yeah, you know what so, yeah. yeah. No, you continue. Okay, so so the one that Marcus got was kind of like that, um, it, but it was it was part of their lair in the sewer, and it folded down, and Splinter is sitting on it. It, it was really good. I, I, it was really reminiscent of the toys that we got when we were younger, but I haven't seen this good a toy from Macca's for quite some time. Well, my my point, Drew, was going to be it's funny funny that you mentioned um, Ninja Turtles. Because whenever I think of the Cruella de Vil toy, I think of the Ninja Turtles live action film because it just so happens that for some reason I brought this toy along um, to a family friend of ours or relative of ours or something like that, whose house had a pool and I played with the toy. I wasn't in the pool, but I put the toy in the pool and it kind of floated and I couldn't get it back again. We had to get the, uh, the, the pool kind of net out to get the thing and everything. But the point being, I was then playing with it in the house, the car in the house, and in the background was the live-action version of Ninja Turtles, and I didn't like Ninja Turtles as a kid, so I was just kind of like not fascinated by the film at all, but fascinated by the toy instead. But yes, that, that the toy just reminds me of the live-action Ninja Turtles. 
I had the complete opposite oh. thing where I, I absolutely love the Ninja Turtles movie, the live and the live action one especially. And mm. it was to the point that the like it, it's to the point that even now today, all of the actors and actresses from it, like I'm madly in love with. Like I just think they're all amazing people. They <laughs> oh. they could come out and be like, uh, Ilias Cotius killed someone, and I'd be like, yeah, but he was Casey Jones in the original, so it doesn't it's matter. So it's He's fine. great. It's fine. It's I watched that movie. Casey. I think. Yeah, yeah. Crumpet. Uh, uh, cricket. Carmel, you have but... to know understand what a crumpet is to know what a cri- what, how to play cricket. Or something like that. I used to know the whole movie off by heart. You, I'd watched did, it that many times. On on the Ninja Turtle tangent, did you watch the new films? Michael I've Bay ones. watched. Yeah, the, the I've watched the ones. first one. So I haven't. No. The second one has Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. Casey Jones. Yeah, I've seen both of them. Yeah. But the weird thing about watching Stephen Amell playing Casey Jones is that his was hair it was is short. <laughs> No, no, it was just like watching him play Oliver Queen. Yeah, fair. Yeah. It was just, but the thing was, it, I, I, because I, I read the comics, obviously. Yep. The way he played Casey Jones was the way I expected him to play Oliver Queen, but the way he played Oliver Queen was how I expected someone to play Batman. So. Yeah. It was like a really weird thing where I was watching, and I'm like, "That's Oliver Queen." That's not Casey Jones, because Casey Jones in my head is like, got a real thick Brooklyn accent, and yeah. you can't change that in my head. No. So, my yeah, no, I, I've seen them, but I, I don't think I, I don't really enjoy Michael Bay films, let's be real. Well, he the didn't only... direct them, to be fair, no, yeah. but his well, plus, stamp is all over plus, it. <laughs> plus, Armageddon is definitely a great film, and that is by Michael Bay. Yes. Um, talking yes. of... Ninja Turtles again. The only version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that I actually like is the cartoon version that used to be on either... What was it on? It was either on Cheese TV or it was on ABC, and I'm not sure which one it oh, was on. Oh, TMNT one. Yeah. Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. One, two, three, four. Turtles. Turtles. There's no better. Watch out for Shredder. Yeah, that's the... That was, that was, yeah. That's my favourite version of it. I think that's a I, I like that I version like that too. Um, I, I think I've watched every iteration of Ninja Turtles. It's just... Um, except for I, I the, the newest the two one. most recent ones. I haven't watched the new... I did watch the first two seasons of the newest one where it's like 3D animated. But what really annoyed me about that and why I had to stop watching it is because it's set in New York City and because they can't animate, because it's a CGI one, because they can't animate other people into it because mm. it, like, costs too much money, no one all the streets are constantly empty. There no. is literally no Did... one in it. Okay, so so you've watched all the iterations. Did you watch the live-action series, The Next Mutation? Yes, with, with the Venus. female turtle? Venus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you gotta understand. Like, I was a little girl when that came. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, she was so horrible." But I was a little kid when that came out, and I I, was there was no female action people, like action cartoons or anything. So, yeah, crossed over with Power Rangers Rangers because it was made by the same people. Yeah, Yeah. So Kimberly, Kimberly, who was the Pink Ranger, um, Trini, who was the Yellow Ranger. 
I didn't really like the replacement Yandelange Ranger, who I couldn't remember her name. But I, I really like Trini. I, I love Trini and Kimberly. They were the best. Well, Kimberly, yeah. I absolutely adored. And Kimberly but came back later as well. Yeah. Well, those two and um, Venus were like my three action, real life action figure yep. things. And then, then there was Jean Grey and Rogue of from course. the X-Men series. True. So that's why I love them Solid. so much. Well, Drew, um, you know, we all know that the, the Ninja Turtles love like eating pizza, for example, and like just devouring mm. food. They love to go out and buy things. Speaking of buying, have you, what else did you buy today? <laughs> I, that was a, such a stretch there. My God. I'm really sorry, but I was watching the camera and as you said pizza, I could just see Drew's face going, oh my God, I'm so hungry. <laughs> food. <laughs> well, Drew. Food. To get to what food. What else did I buy today? To get to, get to food, we need I to get through DVDs. this. I bought DVDs. What else did I you buy? I bought movies. Yes, I bought movies. Yeah, what else did you buy? Oh, where are they? I've got to find them. Uh, what else did I get? I got Woody Allen's Vicky Christina Barcelona. Yep, never heard of that. I've, n- I've never seen it, but I'm all I've for a Woody seen Allen it. movie. So, I've yeah. seen it. It's not that great. Well, I paid a dollar for it, so... <laughs> it's probably worth it. Cool. I, I, I don't care. I like Woody Allen films, and, and it, won an, it won an Oscar, and it which won one's a Golden better? Globe, so... Drew, which one's better, Woody Harrelson or Woody Allen? Harrelson. They're, they're very different. Yeah. If you had to have one Woody, though, which one would it be? Alan, because really, I lo- yeah, yeah, but I love Annie Hall, and I think it's one of the greatest films ever made. And as much as I love Woody Harrelson, I feel like there's more importance in having Woody Allen's films in the world. I like them too much. Agree to disagree. Uh, Continue, Drew. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I uh, couldn't. I can't imagine a world without Zombieland. <laughs> Well, not just that. There's there's Hamish from um, Themagy. There's his role in uh, mocking. Oh God, I lo- like I yeah, love him in Cheers. Games. Hunger Games. There's, yeah, Cheers. There's his role in yeah. Highwaymen. There's his role in um, uh, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. No Country for Old Men, which again I've just watched. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Woody's great. Woody but... is iconic. Okay, moving on to the movies before we get into a a Woody debate. Um. (laughs) Uh, I'm a child. Yes, it's very hard to say his name without thinking silly. Yeah. I got a brand new sealed in pack promotional use only copy of (laughs) The Chronicles of Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader in 3D. Which one is that in the series? The third one. Well, third, third one. film but, in the series. But funnily but... enough, third film in the series, but it's like the fifth or sixth book. I think it's number five in the books, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the, but the books are weird. Like, the ordering of the books is very weird. It, because even the books in release order are different to their chronological order, and it's very, very odd. Um, I actually know a lot about that, but I th- that's like an entire episode. Yeah, we'll do a so Narnia episode. So we should episode. have a Narnia episode, because yeah, I love yeah. Narnia. Well, when I, look, I'll have to watch the other two, and then we can have a discussion. Yeah. Well, when you yeah. when you get home, I've now got all three films, so we can okay, sit well, and watch we'll them it. all. Yeah. I, I, I will happily watch them all. I love them, especially the second film. I 
think that it Liam, nailed it. Liam Neeson is the lion, doesn't he? Aslan? Yeah, he's the voice of Aslan. And Tilda Swinton is the White Witch. Which Tilda really Swinton, cool. unfortunately, was ruined for me in that sort of setting because I'd watched The Beach not long before seeing that film. You need so, to watch I, Suspiria. So, well, my, my issue was that, that, you know, to see her trying to be like a witch there, I, I couldn't shake the image of her and Leonardo DiCaprio just humping on the bed in Thailand. I've never seen this film, so this is just so out of context for me and I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that makes in so any situation. Funnier. I can't imagine any situation in which Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio would hump Tilda Swinton. This isn't saying anything bad about Tilda Swinton. I think she's like a lovely person. No, I'm not no, saying that. No, no, not right for each other. It's... It's no, weird, it's, it's like tr- it's like the idea of trying to think of like how would an elephant and an ant have sex? Well, be okay. Like look, we'll have to watch which the one you can't you can't picture it. No, it's not about them being that. It's just like you physically can't picture it. No, it's Bianca, absolutely Bianca, impossible when I get to back picture. To... I can't see it. When we get back to Sydney, we'll watch the beach. The Beach is a great movie, except for that hump scene. The Beach is a... yeah. <laughs> and look, and, and I'm using... I'm and I'm not saying, you know, sexual activity. I'm using the word hump very intentionally. I'm I figuring think... that it's a dry hump. No. It, That's it's... the way I keep... Yeah, if no, I, it's, I can't it's... see it. Nope. In I my think... head, okay, I'm trying to picture it, right? In my head... He's just like, do you know that? Do you know that meme where Leonardo DiCaprio is pointing at the TV and he's in like a yellow suit? Yeah, yeah. from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, he's in that suit, and Tilda Swinton is in like this weird flowy blue dress, and yeah, for no, some they're... reason they're on a green motel bed, and <clears throat> they're trying to dry hump, but it's not working. Well, let me tell you, that's Bianca, what I have in my head. Let me tell you, they're they're, ba- they're naked. <laughs> Behind a fly net, on sitting on a bed, facing each other, and viciously humping. Like, like sitting up and humping, or like, yes. is it a vertical tango? Just sitting up, facing each a other. Horizontal tango. Humping. Oh, yeah. Matilda. Like they're trying to scissor, because that's what I've got in my head now. This is so weird. It doesn't, <laughs> I don't it doesn't think work. I don't think, it's not like they're trying to... It's like they're trying to... Um, it's like they're trying to create a pool of water between their legs, and so they're pressing very hard what? against each other to close all air gaps. And why am I describing it like this? What the Only hell is on going Kent on? Only on the steering team. Sorry, listeners. Humping. Anyway, Drew. Any oh other purchases? God. Yep, the Royal Tenenbaums. So cool. Judas Where's that film collectors. that I don't care about? Good stuff. I'm gonna make you watch it. I don't care that you, you don't will care. not. I'm going to okay. make you watch it. Okay, Drew. Look, this is the agreement. Um, I will watch this Wes, De- Wes Anderson film of yours, and in fact, all yeah. Wes Anderson films, if oh um, if Wes Anderson has never ever ever taken a childhood memory of mine and shat on it completely by doing something terrible to it, like making a terrible film. If that's never happened, then I would absolutely watch it. Oh wait! What? Shit! Your What's opinion? He That's impossible! He, oh my Philip god! Philip hates he... the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, I actually didn't mind that movie. 
Yeah, the difference is I really enjoyed um, the book, so therefore... And I think Roald Dahl would probably cry seeing... He would be impressed by the animation and impressed with the fact that it's on film. But I think, I think honestly, he'd like the dark humour as well. But... but I think that honestly, deep down, compared to the the um, base material, it's a poor effort. It's very Wes. It's I very don't much. Think... It's, I think it's very much like Wes Anderson said. You know what? I'm gonna make a movie about like animals and stuff like that. And went, I know what I'll do. Before I make an um, an Isle of Dogs or whatever you made, I'm gonna make another movie. What can I do? How do I how do I get like budget to make? I'll take a book, a childhood book, and I'll turn it into a film. And then he went, what can I do? I would do Fantastic Mr. Fox. Sure, that'll do. Whatever. And he went and made it and then went, how can I masturbate over this thing and make it as much about me as a director as I possibly can, while at the same time defying the entire art of Roald Dahl in a single go? I know. I've got it perfectly. I'll make him do a really weird kind of nervous um, kind of Tourette's whistle kind of thing. And then, yes, that's it. Perfect. And then he went and made the film and he released it. And there you go. There is a Tourette's fox on screen, basically masturbating over the Roald Dahl novel with Wes Anderson gluing a face of him, a picture of his own face on the front cover and going, yes, Wes, you're a genius. <laughs> Fantastic you Mr. Really fox by Wes Anderson. That's, I really do. A- and I will not watch any Wes Anderson film until that movie ceases to exist from history. Does it help you Look, to know that I have never purchased that film in in four bookcases worth of films? That film is not there, you but know, I have Drew, you know, Drew, it several really other does, ones. It really does make me feel a lot better that it's not in the, on that shelf, but unfortunately exists, so I will never watch another Wes Anderson film. Even oh, if I become, this... somehow, even if I become very good friends with him on a personal level, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm friends with Wes Anderson, and he's like, Phil, look, I'm going to give you some advice on, like, if you want to ever get into this industry, I'm going to give you some advice. In fact, I'll be there. I'll give you a glowing review. Do you mind, actually, just before I do that, what do you think about my films? Unfortunately, I would have to end the friendship right there because I would have to be so brutally honest and tell him exactly what I think of that steaming pile of garbage that is the dumpster fire. That is Fantastic Mr. Fox by one Wes Anderson. Do you know what's really funny? Fantastic Mr. Fox came out during that time where you and I, Phil, were like, we, we used to meet up and hang out, but we'd hang out at like three, four-month intervals. Mm. And I just had a flash because you and I both like Roald Dahl. Yep. And we were talking about upcoming movies. And yep. I remember how excited you were for the fact that it was coming out. That yep. explains a lot. And I remember how happy you were that it was coming out. And mm-hmm. I remember you telling me that it was one of your favourite books. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think we ever spoke about it afterwards because no. I think this is the first time I've heard you have that spiel. But I also remember that I saw Fantastic Mr. Fox in cinema and I also saw um, the movie with Clooney mm. where he is Hawaiian and he's... The Descendants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Descendants. And that ca- yeah. they came out at like roughly the same time. Yeah. And I saw them like back to back, which for me is also, which for me is very weird. Fantastic Mr. Fox is British, so I have no idea why he sounds American. Yeah, that's like, every, that's yeah, like that they're was making. Weird. That's like they're making. He's a fox for starters. Foxes aren't native to America, but anyway, um, 
not those sorts of foxes anyway, red-tailed foxes, but anyway. Um, what if Harry Potter came out and suddenly, despite the fact that that had changed the word philosopher to sorcerer, despite the fact that they're not the same thing at all for American audiences, imagine if Harry Potter started talking in an American accent you know when Disney tried to get the rights to Harry Potter, one of their conditions was that Harry be American and go to an American wizard school. Isn't it interesting yeah, that that didn't why, go ahead because um, that shat on the original concept? Yeah, she knocked him back. Isn't that interesting that she did that? Yet yeah, there we go. Yeah. We have Wes Anderson making George Clooney, great actor, and and I think could have been a great like kind of character that he played. Unfortunately, it was Fantastic Mr. Fox, and therefore, terrible actor. Yeah, but what is it with Clooney making poor choices? I mean, Batman. Where's Anderson? Batman. You know, you just look at it. I don't mind Batman. Yeah, the Joel Schumacher Batman films should not exist. How Phil feels about Fantastic Mr. Fox? That's me with the Joel Schumacher Batman films. So, the Clooney and the Kilmer ones. Just, they don't mm. exist. They do not exist. They are disgusting abominations on the legacy of the Caped Crusader. The Life Aquatic, by the way, is the only Wes Anderson film that I don't mind, mainly because of the soundtrack, more than anything else. It is a really and, good and the And the front cover of the movie. That's, that's mostly yep. it. You guys did interrupt one thing. I was saying that the fact that the Fox and Descendants came out in the same week and the reason yeah. why I note that so much is because I remember I remember the fact that Fantastic Mr. Fox used motion capture and mm-hmm. they used motion capture and then I watched The Descendants and there's a scene where George Clooney is running across like a beach and he runs the exact same way as Fantastic Mr. Fox and I saw Fantastic Mr. Fox first. And I was cracking up in the cinema and no one knew why. And it was just because I could see the fox running across the screen. And I just thought it was the funniest thing. He runs like that in real life. And that's just... Now, every time I watch it, I just think of a little animated fox. Every time I watch John... John every time I watch Clooney run in anything, even in Batman, because, like, he does it for half a second, it's just the fox running. Yeah. That fox film. I will never put you through watching that ever again. I will never even attempt to, but there are other Wes Anderson films that are worth your time. And The Royal Tenenbaums is absolutely at the top of that list. It is just a genius... What's a Tenenbaum? Genius film. Well, the main character's name is Royal Tenenbaum, who's played by Gene Hackman. It's about the it's about this really insane dysfunctional family. Oh no, that's right. I've watched the trailer for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just pure insanity, and it is so well acted. It is very, very well written, and it's written by Wes Anderson and Owen Wilson. Owen bloody Wilson, with the other Wilsons. Well, yeah, but I believe Andrew Wilson makes an appearance in there somewhere as well. But Owen and Luke are two of the main cast members for the film yeah crazy but yeah no wonderful film uh two other films or three other films i got i got the change up with ryan reynolds and jason bateman and i got a double feature pack with euro trip and road trip very nice very nice true well done not not a bad 
little collection of films, if I do say so myself. What I'm going to do, because we're short on time right now, is we're going to jump we across... Well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to shift us across to The Last of Us Part 2. Yes. But just before I do that, a little bit of a teaser for a topic that I would like to discuss in a future episode, perhaps not next mm-hmm. week, if our interview's finally able to go ahead. We'll have to wait and see, but fingers crossed it goes ahead. Because um, we haven't forgotten about that audience, we have not forgotten about that. If it doesn't go ahead, then we have this as a topic potential for next week. Um, yep. Obviously, the week after that will be a Last of Us part to review from Bianca and yep. I at the very least. Um, but Drew, a topic which I'd like to discuss in upcoming episodes once perhaps I've watched a little bit more of this, is yes, I'm watching Breaking Bad and I've mentioned that before and that is ongoing. But yep. I've also now started uh, a show here in the UK, I don't know about in Australia, Rick and Morty season four, I think, is now going to be on Netflix over here. But obviously, I will wait a little bit more for that or what, what I have of it to see. Um, yeah. Not sure when I'll start on that because I'm actually watching another show by Dan Harmon at the moment. I just started another show of his. A show that Drew quite likes uh, and it's called <laughs> Community. Yes. Yes! So, so started on that. Sarah, Sarah said, in fact, we started just last night. Sarah wanted a show to watch. Um, in fact, Sarah wanted a show to watch as she goes to sleep and was like, well, let's watch something that, that we won't have any interest in or that we're not going to pay attention to. Obviously, <laughs> as soon as you're finding something on net, no, no, as soon as you're finding something on Netflix that you have no interest in, you suddenly can't find anything at all and everything you see you want to watch. Um, and yep. uh, so I said, look, you know what? Let's start on Community. You'll probably fall asleep and I'll have something to watch. And so we started on Community and I'm very much enjoying it. I'm on the... I'm only I'm literally on the second episode, but I absolutely love the kind of humor and the the first yeah. episode is so well written as well. Um, but I very and it would have been an, the second one. Nice treat for you to see John Oliver there. Very much so. Absolutely loved it. Oh. Very much. Yeah. <sighs> that, that I have not yet watched Community. You have what? I have not actually watched Community either. Yeah, well, neither had I. I'd never watched it Community. Before. Never watched it for the first time. It's one of those shows where the pilot episode just sets the the tone for the entire show's run beautifully. Again, it's like Rick and like, Morty. Like Dan Harmon has this amazing ability of being able to do that with with pilots. Start off something great and just yeah yeah. Oh my god! You finally started Community. Yeah, finally started. I, I want to go back and rewatch it all. Actually, well, I finally started. So perhaps you could, and we could watch along together. Bianca, now. We have yeah. The Last of Us Part 2 out today in Australia, and it is going to be, by the time this podcast comes out, it's out worldwide today. But at the moment, time of recording, it is not out here in Australia. It is 4.22, missed it by two minutes, damn it. But anyway, it is 4.23 in the afternoon now, it's just ticked <laughs> over. I've got several hours to wait before I go with Sarah in the morning to go and buy it, and uh, it is now currently out in Australia. Your thoughts on, I know that we're, we're both a little bit trepidatious about it, but here we go. We're a day out from being able to have the game in our hands. How are you feeling about it? And you can totally be thrilled and excited because I'm a little bit more excited than I have been right up until right now about it. But nonetheless, still kind of step back. I'm um, very excited about it, obviously, because I've been wanting this game since... It first. I've wanted since the the credits started on the last one. <laughs> With the post credits, it's not even a post credit because I I replayed the end the game recently, mm-hmm. and I was quite proud of myself because I didn't 
do it on like normal mode or thing. I actually did it on hard mode, which for me is a big deal. Like I can't, yeah. I know there's like grounder mode and extra hard and whatever. For me, hard mode was like amazing mm-hmm. um, to accomplish. And I got to the end and I remembered that beautiful scene at the end where um, Joel and Ellie are walking to the camp. Swear to me. At- Pardon? Swear to me. Swear yes, to me. swear Everything to me. Everything that you say is about the Fireflies is true. Yeah, and it's just like this thing. And I, I always felt like they both knew they were lying. Yeah. Like in that end scene. And as soon as I saw the post credit scene at the first game, because I remember finishing it like where you, you collect Ellie and all that and I thought that was the end. And then you get this post-credit scene where you're walking towards the camp and I'm like, oh, there must be a lot more. And then it ends on this dramatic cliff note. And like, I was like, oh my God, that's I where need it ends. More. It's, not, it's not a Hollywood kind of perfect ending. Oh my no, God. No, it, yes. it's that, it, it, it's almost European in the ending. Yeah, like, exactly. Where it just ends at like not a moment. You're like, no, 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 no. Like, you can't do that to us. And they did. Yeah, like you want more and they're like denying you. Mm. So I'm on the edge of my seat because I want to know what happens. I want to know. And I'm so glad that it, on one hand, I am very glad that it's not a year later. Like it's proper yeah. time has passed. Yeah. Um, Because that also gives like, because I think the place where they were staying, what was the brother's name? Tommy. I think Tommy's, like, place where they were all staying, even that was new. Like, they'd only just gotten the electricity up and all that. Exactly. So now you're going to be – you're not going to have to establish anything. You're going to see how everything properly works. Mm. That's what's making me really excited. I'm also not going to believe that I it's out. I know how you're, like, it's properly out in Australia. No, no, no. I'm not going to believe that it's out until it's in my PlayStation. Yeah, I get it. Because of the amount of times we've been let down. I'm also quite nervous because I know that I pre-ordered it. I just don't remember what store I pre-ordered it from. (laughs) It's EB Games, but which EB Games is going to be a magical quest for me tomorrow? It's probably Marrickville. It might be more like it's definitely not the city, but I have to go around and look for it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So I'm I'm very excited, and I think it's my uncle's birthday tomorrow, and we're having like a massive family lunch. But Justin and I, my brother, are like, should we go because <laughs> we have things to do? Yeah, like, things to do, like play the game. Yeah. Look, I remember I, the first time I ever, because the first time I ever played it, I didn't actually play it. I was just watching my brother play it. Mm. And like, I'd get so mad if he did a mission and I wasn't around. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd get really pissed off because it's such a good storyline. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. I, I get it. So let, let's see what happens. I'm excited. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm unsure, but let's see. Let's see what happens. There. I don't want to think of the shit things. I, I don't want to think of all the things that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Because I just want it to be good. And 
I can't let that go right now. Amen. <laughs> I hear that. Let's wait and see. Uh, yeah, nervous, excited, scared, but can't wait to get back into that world. Let's wait and see what happens. Um, now let's quickly get to our segment that we introduced last week, which was what the quote. Now the quote last week, we got no, uh, entries or <laughs> no one at all had a crack at guessing it. The quote was not to mention, not to mention the pinches. Oh, fuck's sake. The quote was <laughs> not to mention the pincers. And it was from Harry Potter, um, in Harry Potter and the half blood Prince. That was last week's. This week's one is. Are you ready for those blanks? They've eaten all the fish. Please let us know what that was from. Either tweet us at the hashtag CatStreet or let us know on our Facebook or even on our um, SoundCloud or or as a review, a five star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever it goes by the name of. Excellent. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now to our sick kent of we made it. Now to this now to our sick kent of the week. Our sick kent of the week is um I hope you guys absolutely agree with it and are okay with it. Oh of course. Yes. Cool. Our sick kent of the week is a very wonderful, wonderful woman. It was from a TikTok in fact. Um now it is from a uh, a TikToker. I'm not sure his, what his TikTok name is, but his in fact it was Simon Warrench, uh, and he's a glass blower, so his, his TikTok handle is Simon Warrench Glass. And essentially, the video plays. It's got um, Yao Neem's song "New World" playing or "New Soul" playing in the background, and it's this lovely grandmother who's standing there in a in a art studio or, or a um, art gallery. The camera approaches and, and faces the grandmother, and she's crying. You can see this very sweet-looking grandmother crying. And in the very softest, um, you know, voice in amongst the, the tears, she just says, I'm so excited for you. You're so incredible because she's looking at his artwork and so thrilled with, with and so proud of her grandson. And it's so sweet. Heartwarming moment. Wonderful moment. She is our sick Kent of the week. The lovely, lovely grandmother. Oh, good wonderful. on you, grandma. Yes, and that then brings us to the end of the 145th edition of Kent and the Steering Team. Do join us again next week as we have more fun and frivolity for all, and maybe an interview. We'll see. We'll see. Drew, thank you. Philip, Bianca, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Until next week, Bianca. Yep.